Hey there, you're listening to the Sunshine Speechy Podcast. I'm your host, Nancy, bringing you all the information you need to know about getting into SLP graduate school and becoming a successful SLP. Join me every other Wednesday as I talk to SLP experts about current research and methods in the field, as well as undergraduate and graduate students and everyday SLPs just like you and I. If you're enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a positive review to help others find my podcast. Make sure you don't miss out on additional resources and more by following me on Instagram at Sunshine Speechy. In addition, check out my YouTube channel, where I share even more advice about the graduate school application process, as well as my own experience in graduate school. Today, we're talking to an international graduate student from Jamaica, who's taken on the difficult challenges of SLP grad school while being an ocean away from family and a mom to a one-year-old. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Sunshine Speechy Podcast. I'm your host, Nancy, and today I am joined by current graduate student, Kelsey. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Hi, thanks for inviting me. Yeah. Um, so just to start out, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, so usually I typically um, introduce myself as an international student from Jamaica, I'm a graduate student that's currently studying speech-language pathology. I'm finishing up my first year at the University of Louisiana at Monroe, and I'm a mom to a 16-year-old, 16-month-old <laughs> <laughs> baby boy. Um, so yeah, I mean, my personality overall is pretty much a jokester, and life is just fun and games for me. But yeah, that's me. I love that. Yeah, you're like 16-year-old, and I was like, what? No, no, no. <laughs> Elena. <laughs> so how and why did you decide to move to the U.S. to start your studies in speech pathology? Well, the thing is, I'm from Jamaica, and we don't have a lot of, like, different career options. Like, if you want, like, a stable career, you have to either go into men or law. Those were the only options for me. And so I just wanted to do something different and then I found like speech pathology online like literally just googling with my mom and so like we looked at like different like places that um the program was offered and pretty much the U.S. I was between America and Australia but the airfare for Australia was way too high (laughs) so I decided the U.S. instead yeah Australia would have been really cool though yeah I say it all the better time. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what are some of the challenges that you faced as a result of being an international student? Right. So being an international student uh, by itself, I have a lot of challenges, much less being an international student in a field like speech pathology. And so like, the first thing that I would say is probably the culture shock because it's just it's just a new place and you're by yourself and you're without family and you kind of have to figure out like what's the norm here and while figuring out what's the norm then you have to kind of like figure out how to learn like in a structured environment when it's different from how you would learn at home which people don't really think about that because you're like not here on vacation you're here to go to school 
And so it's like a whole different thing to like learn how to focus in this new environment, you know? So that was, that was a big challenge to get over. And then the second big thing that I would say challenge for me was definitely kind of like the financial difference. Because if you're coming from like a third world country or a small island and you're coming to the U.S., you know, it's way more expensive than what you're used to. And then as an international student, like, like we don't qualify for loans. So we don't get any kind of financial support to like, you know, help with our studies or anything. But then we can't get financial support at home either because they're like, oh, well, you're going overseas so you kind of like fall in this really gap where you don't get fun at home or, you know, here. So it's kind of tricky. Yeah, that's crazy. That stinks that you can't qualify for loans here. They totally should allow you to yeah. do that. Yeah, you'd think that we'd at least qualify at home or something, but yeah. no. <laughs> so what would be your advice to current international students? Um, to for international students, I would just say um, ask questions because I was kind of shy and I didn't like reach out to a lot of people to figure out what resources were available to me. So I would just say like open up, ask questions, like never be afraid to reach out because people will help you and they'll be willing to help you. And uh, um, the second thing would probably be to like like join all the support groups that you can on Facebook because I'm like in a million Facebook groups yeah. and they've helped. <laughs> like just connecting with like real SLPs out in the world it's like a, a totally different dynamic and it's really cool yeah I definitely feel that I like just found the future SLPs Facebook group and I wish that I found it like four years ago for sure right I've been in that group for about a year now but I'm like oh I should have knew this from like the start yeah <laughs> Keeping up a tool belt of new materials that clients will love can be time-consuming and expensive. But with Therapy Materials Vault, you can have easy access to tons of low-prep and no-prep activities, all without breaking the bank. They have materials for articulation, social communication, inferencing, fluency, feeding therapy, and any other goal you can think of. I love their materials because they're fun, effective, and super well-designed. They even have materials in Spanish. Their versatile team of clinicians, content writers, and graphic designers make for materials that you really can't find anywhere else. You can search for specific goals, try out freebies, and download engaging activities at such affordable prices. I'm so glad I found their site, and I can't wait for you to check it out too. Best of all, their team is giving you 25% off your entire purchase just for being a Sunshine Speechy listener. Just use the code SUNSHINE at checkout. Visit therapymaterialsvault.com for materials made by therapists for therapists. So do you have any advice specifically for people who are considering moving to the U.S. to pursue speech pathology? Um, the first thing that I want to say is make sure that this is a field that you're definitely passionate about before you move like an ocean away. So yeah. like, you know, sorry. And you're like, oh, I don't really like this. I want to go back home because that's a lot of money and time wasted. So the first thing I would say is just make sure that you're really passionate about this field. And then I guess the second thing would be kind of like contact the school itself because 
like each school has like different criteria in terms of what will make you like a legal student, you know, like visa requirements and school requirements. And it's a lot of red tape and paperwork to get here to be a student. So yeah. I would just say make sure, you know, you have some sort of guidance where that's concerned. Yeah, I feel like that would be a super difficult process. Um, right. And then there's one other thing that I would say is like, when I was deciding what school I was going to attend, I had to make sure that like the tuition to like scholarship ratio type was like low enough. So it was like a low enough tuition compared to how much scholarship money that they would give you. That way, you know, that if you're going to have anything out of pocket, you can afford it, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can't imagine because literally all of my graduate school I'm paying with with loans. That's got to be tough. So do you have any advice for current international students for when they feel homesick? Because I know I studied abroad for like two months and I feel like by the end I was already missing everything. Oh my God, where did you study and how long? I just went to um, Paris and I just studied for two months. So it really wasn't very long. But right. I, well, also they didn't have air conditioning there, and it was the summer, so I definitely missed that as well. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. I'm pretty much homesick all the time. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> My advice to other people would kind of be like, if music is a big thing where you're from, like I listen to music all the time. Like music from back home that really kind of just like makes me feel calm and at peace, you know, and. Like I try to cook foods that I would have at home or that my mom would cook because that makes me less homesick. And kind of like most international people use WhatsApp. And so I would just say contact your family like all the time, like video call all the time. I think I talk to my mom like every single day. <laughs> so yeah, that would be my advice. Just kind of like keep in touch with home and like the stuff that you're used to so you're not kind of like just in the water all the time, you know? Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah, Yeah, I can imagine because I guess I'm biased because I'm from here, but I feel like everywhere that I've been outside of the U.S. was way better than the U.S. Even even like Canada, I just liked it more than the U.S. Like I thought it was a cooler place. Yeah, which I mean, I like it here. It's just like, I wish my mom was here, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. It's like where your family is for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you able to balance graduate school while being a mother to your young kid? <laughs> I can't imagine. I'm like so nervous about just balancing grad school in my normal life. So putting a kid on top, that's yeah. kind of crazy. All the time. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't balance. <laughs> I mean, I guess the first thing I'd say is like, it's okay to cry. It's okay to break down. You know, it's a lot, especially because my son is so young, you know? Yeah. Like, I can't just do his own thing. He kind of needs, like, constant <laughs> guidance and stuff. And so, I don't know. What I try to do is, where grad school is concerned, I try to put everything on autopilot. So, like, if I can submit my assignments ahead of time, I'll do every single assignment that I can possibly do that like on the deadline if he's sick or something or something's going wrong I'm not like in trouble you know I have already yeah. done it at the time and kind of like I try meal prepping 
And I like I try to make like lunch menus and stuff, so I don't have to be like thinking, okay, what what am I gonna make him for lunch? Do I have anything to make? You know, like yeah, as many things like pre prep, pre planned as possible. That's my only advice. <laughs> yeah, that's good advice. I mean, I feel like I'm gonna be bad at that, but I'm gonna try and do meal prepping as well, just like for myself. Right, and I mean. The thing is, even if you fall off a schedule, because I mean, lots of us, a lot of us in SLP grad school, we're really type A. And so like yeah. the organization and the planning and like we get real frustrated when it doesn't go according to plan. But like as a mom, you have to be comfortable knowing that not everything is going to go according to plan, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, like, I can only imagine like I feel like when you're like sitting in class, it's probably like a nice break for you. Yeah, I'm like being a full-time mom. <laughs> I'm also like a grad assistant. And so like I work in admissions at ULM. And so like that's my happy place, work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much the only like. <laughs> yeah, definitely feel that. Yeah. I mean, like I'm like, a, I'm like a nanny right now. And I feel like when I come home and I'm sending emails is when I'm like, Oh, like what a nice break this is. <laughs> right. It's quite easier. <laughs> so do you have any advice for mothers considering going into SLP grad school who are worried about balancing their responsibilities as a mom? Um, I guess I I pretty much say the same thing in terms of just make sure that you have a schedule, you know, and make sure you can try to stick to the schedule as much as much as possible. And um, contact your like professors, like build relationships with them because my professors saved my life. Hey, like they saved my whole SLP journey because they were just so sweet and so understanding because. I think I had my baby in January and I graduated in May, but I had like complications. And so I had a C-section, which means that I could not like go back to class. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was one of those people that I was like, oh, I'm going to bounce back within a week and I'm going to be back in class. Like I couldn't, I couldn't, like I couldn't move. And so like just having them understand you know, where I was coming from. But then a part of that is I reached out to everybody over the break telling them, hey, this is my due date. This is the complication. You know, this is what's going on. Yeah. And so they were really work with me. And so I just think it's important for you to like build relationships and communicate so that they know what's going on, you know? Because yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, human, you know, and most of them have kids too. So they can they can work with you. Yeah. Well, I just cannot imagine having a baby in the middle of school. That must have been so crazy. Wild. (laughs) (laughs) But you made it. I didn't realize that you graduated. Did you graduate? I mean, I was undergrad. So I had him in January, like my last semester of undergrad. Oh. And I graduated in May. Right. Because right now I'm just finishing up my first year of grad school. Okay. Okay. Well, then you're almost there. Almost there. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so what do you miss most about your home country of Jamaica? Although now I feel bad asking this because it's just going to make you homesick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I promise I won't cry. Uh, <laughs> uh, the thing that I miss the most would definitely be my family and like my friends that I considered family. 
like my friends from high school were still really close. It's 13 of us and we're in a group chat and like we talk every single day. And so that would be definitely what I miss most. Um, if I was supposed to think of like something material or something, it'd be the food. Definitely the food. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> well, props to you for not crying. I feel like if I was this far from home, I would start crying if I started talking about my family. <laughs> right? Um, but that's so great that you have like such a strong community. I would, yeah. I mean, I do not have 13 friends from high school. So that's really cool that you have kept in touch with everyone and that you guys are all still so close. Yeah, we're still friends. I love them forever. <laughs> so how has being an international student and just your entire experience all around of being a mom while in grad school and being so far from home, how has that helped you to become a future, better future SLP? Right, right. That's a good question because I think about this a lot. You know, like when things get hard, I'm just like, okay, well, how is this, like, what is this teaching me to become like a great SLP? And so I feel like based on the experiences that I have, I can connect with people that have diverse backgrounds that, you know, they have challenges in life or I know what it feels like to be the outsider and a lot, you know, a lot of the people that we treat, they feel kind of like an outsider in most of the situations that they're placed in, you know, and I feel like I kind of relate, not in the exact same way, but I just know what that feels like, you know, to be on the outside. Um, And yeah, I think overall, just every experience that I have, it gives me like, you know, like a unique perspective to approach like intervention with. Yeah, definitely. Especially now that you have a little kid, I feel Mm -hmm. like you must, whenever they're like, what are like the milestones? You're like, oh, I got those down. I'm seeing them every day. (laughs) Every day. (laughs) And I can definitely kind of like relate to parents when like, for example, I had, I had a client that I kind of had to like deliver some heavy news, you know, and kind of like, we don't want to do that as student clinicians. oh my gosh how did I do this am I gonna say the right thing but it's easier to sympathize when I'm a mom myself I know what it's gonna feel like when she gets this news you know so I'm not gonna just be like rushing over the information or anything because I know that this is important and they need to like time to digest and understand what's going on you know yeah absolutely like that's definitely such a great thing that you are like I have my own kid at home I know how you guys might be feeling right now that like you really can share in that experience right. with them. Right. So do you have any plans for once you finish your master's? Are you going to stay in the U.S.? Or are you going to go back to Jamaica? Well, right now, because my kid is here and his dad is here and we all live together, I don't want to just rip them away. <laughs> you yeah. know, from their family or anything. So for now, I think I'm going to stay in the U.S., but I definitely have plans of kind of like dabbling in telepractice with schools in Jamaica and stuff like that, because I know that we don't have as many resources or SLPs in Jamaica currently or in the Caribbean region overall, you know. Yeah. So I definitely want to do that eventually. And like one of my big goals, which is such a big goal, but, you know, <laughs> we have to have a, is like eventually starting a program myself within the Caribbean so that students like me who really wanted to do something different and like make a difference they have another career option you know that would be really cool and I could totally see you doing that you did a lot of research to find out like 
how can I go to the U.S. or how can I go to Australia? How can I become an SLP? So being able to make that bridge and make it easier for them would be just such a cool thing. Yeah, yeah. it would help our field overall and help, you know, students that want another out, you know? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Because it's just such a great career. Um, and something I've definitely taken for granted. I didn't even think about that they wouldn't have like college programs for it in Jamaica or in the Caribbean. Right, right. So that's really cool. And I hope that you are able to do that. Hopefully we can keep in touch and we'll start we'll keep talking about it. But hopefully one day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you have anything else that you'd like to talk about or share with our listeners? Um, hmm. I guess I would just kind of say like, for people who want to get into this profession or people who are in this profession and they're kind of trying to, you know, see if this is something that they really love or people who are already in the profession and they're kind of like feeling the burnout and stuff like that. I just want people to remember the reason that they got into this profession. You know, it's about the people that we want to help, at least for me. It's about all the people that I can possibly help and uplift their spirits with my personality and make therapy fun and you know just connecting with people I know that there's a lot of there's a lot of red tape in our field and so those kinds of things kind of take the passion away from it like documentation you know stuff like that if you just think of it from the perspective that yes I have to document right now but the big picture is the reason I got into this field to help people you know I feel like just remembering that can really, you know, shift your perspective at times. Yeah, I absolutely love that. That's really great advice. Yeah. So how can people reach you if they want to reach out for advice or if maybe someone from the Caribbean would listen to this? I don't know. And they hear about it and they want advice from you. Right. Um, you can reach me on Facebook at my full name. So it's Kelsey hyphen joe so k-e-l-s-e-y hyphen j-o <laughs> with an e and so that would be my full facebook handle and on um, instagram you can reach me at kel sharpie so that'd be k-e-l-s-h-a-r-e-i yep awesome well hopefully you'll be able to help some other people make the transition or the bridge to come to the U.S. or Australia for SLP grad school. Australia would be really cool. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm excited that you decided to come to the U.S. Yeah, I think it's one of the best decisions I've made. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was so awesome to talk to you. You are like seriously a superhero in that you were able to literally come here from Jamaica and go to grad school. And not only that, but also like be a mom while doing it. It's been a wild ride, but... (laughs) Yeah. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode of the Sunshine Speechy Podcast. Talk soon.